2: Stress all night, take your mind off your money
0: and focus on your life. Money don't matter, all the stuff
2: it bought, it's the way you think.
1: Yes, get your money mind right and your reading mind right too, because this segment of Unlock Your Wealth Radio is sponsored in part by audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at unlockyourwealthradio.com forward slash free book and click on the link to over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Thanks so much for joining us, everyone. I am your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhalls, and I am flanked by the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry. Hey, folks. And we are going to help you get your money mind right on today's episode with the following great features. First off, we have a breadth issue for our moolah word. Breadth? Yes. As in E A D T H, not E A S T S. Although it is, what is it, October? So almost November. So we're almost done with the breast cancer thing. It could have been that. but oh, yeah. But uh
0: We're talking about bread though. Yes. Not white bread.
1: No, well we're we're talking about breadth as in distance. Ah, okay. Like width. I see. Breath, depth, that sort of thing. It has to do with the market. Yeah. I'm trying to be, this is not turning out to be the good teaser I thought it was going to be for the mool word of the day. (laughs) (laughs) You win some, you lose some. Not every show is perfect no matter how hard we try. We also have another guest from our amazing time at Freedom Fest. We have our Steve Forbes interview. I am so excited to have a publishing magnate on the show. So uh, we're going to listen to his interview, and then uh, we're also going to talk about uh, this week's key. What is our key?
0: Uh, Hope for the best, plan for the worst.
1: Yes, and this is a critical key, as a matter of fact, when we think about um, where we are in the Keys to Rich's financial philosophy, because this is the one that really helps us address our number one fear. So it's quite important. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah. Uh, so for those of you who didn't catch last week's show, um, our key for last week was taking motion out of the picture. And we talked about our... Uh, three Amigos model of information processing, which is how we respond to stimulus. And it's kind of my um, best, simplest version of how the brain processes information and why that is important because we biologically respond to things. On this week's episode, it's kind of like the two-part series on our, our brain and biology with regard to financial behaviors. And so take emotion out of the picture. Last week's key dovetails nicely or sets the foundation for this week's key, which is hope for the best, plan for the worst. And essentially, while we want to consciously believe that everything is okay and that we are focused and set on our goals, there's a lot of things that we worry about that we haven't addressed. Plus, anything can happen. Catastrophe can beset you at any time, and that's why it's called (coughs) a catastrophe. But if you think about it and plan for it up front, it helps you and It might not seem that way. A lot of people get focused on plan A, but with a healthy plan B, you take fear out of the picture. Uh, for those of you who haven't tuned into unlock your wealth radio for a while welcome back and because this is such a powerful key and all of our keys now have uh, sprung out into their own syndicated show you can catch the full download on this week's key at keys to riches.com or just keep tuning in to the unlock your wealth radio channel um, wherever you happen to download this you can also download our keys to riches radio show just as simply but the keys to riches is powered by unlock your wealth radio and All of its resources for the Keys to Riches financial philosophy is found at keystoriches.com. So our moolah word of the day, it's also a very important, this is a good moolah word. And I I gave you the teaser of it had to do with breadth. And the moolah, it's a phrase, it's an advanced decline ratio. So um, it's advanced with a forward slash decline or a- forward slash D, the AD ratio. It is often quoted, techni- an oft quoted, this is misspelled on this website, an oft quoted technical indicator that measures market breadth. So we think, you know, how deep is the swimming pool? Breadth is how wide is the swimming pool? So the AD ratio is calculated by dividing the number of advancing issues by the number of declining issues. And uh, we use a ratio of one to one. To reflect a neutral bias, and remember bias was just one of our recent words, uh, in the broader market. So we assume one advancer for one decliner. So that's neutral. Okay. That's a neutral market. Um, so when we calculate which go ahead versus which decline, that gives us our our what we call our ratio, how many advancers to how many decliners. And technicians interpret any ratio that indicates that advances outnumber declines, two to one, for example, as evidence of an overall bullish sentiment. Conversely, a technician would see a market in which the declining issues outnumber advancing issues as having a bearish bias like the ad line or advanced decline line the periodicity in which an investor calculates the ad ratio can vary from every few minutes in intraday trading for example to daily weekly or longer so at any given time you can you can um, calculate this. All right. And so, um, if you have never heard of this, we'll give a few more vocab words while we're at it. Uh, advancing issues are the number of securities that have increased in price during a specified period of time, typically one day or one week. Technicians use this to calculate the advanced decline ratio and the advanced decline line. Okay. And so, um, conversely, let's address declining issues. And that is the number of securities that have decreased in price during a specified period of time, typically one day or one week. They use this to again, calculate blah, blah, blah. So an advancer means the price of the stock or share or whatever it might be, the issue. That's why they say issue, because it could be a stock, a bond or an option. And so that means that it increased the last trade or series of trades during a given period of time increased the price of the issue, uh, and that means it advanced. If it the price goes down on an issue, that means it has declined. And so that tells you what direction the market is going in. So it's not just the Dow, so to speak, or the NASDAQ or whatever the index is, whether it closes up or down, that is an indication of advancers versus decliners. Um, but we need to think in terms of the advanced decline ratio says, especially day over day or week over week, tells you what the outlook is. If we have a bullish outlook that that means that the advancers are going up, meaning stocks are selling at higher and higher prices prices over a period of time. We say it's bearish or the market is declining when we see stocks selling at a lower and lower price. And, and so this is aggregated, by the way, because you could look at two companies in a sector and talk about an, a sector advancing or declining, mm-hmm. or you can talk about the market overall. So it has a lot of different purposes, which is kind of cool.
0: Why were the, what's the significance of the two animals?
1: From an investor's standpoint, it would, if you can determine which direction the market is going, you can change your strategy to make money. So, for example, let's say you own 100 shares of ABC stock, okay? And you own them, and ABC stock is going up, Okay, you could sell to make more money. Like, let's say that you don't want to buy at the higher price, but you want to make money. You can write what they call a covered call, and you can sell the right for somebody else to buy that stock away from you at a particular time. If somebody exercised that option, they would lock in. You would lock in your profit margin. Okay, but let's say, for example. The market is going down and you own those shares, right? And you're concerned that you're going to lose a lot of money on them. And so you know whatever you bought them for, you have like your in number and your out number usually. And so as you think about it in those terms, when uh, the market starts going down, you don't necessarily want to sell because maybe you think it's just a hiccup, but you could, you could buy puts, and that would protect your investment because the buying a put means that you've paid for the privilege to sell somebody this stock at a given price, regardless of what's going on in the marketplace. And mm. you can exercise that put, you know, so let's say my shares of stock in ABC are, at, you know, a hundred bucks current value, right? Like, or let's say, you know, I bought them at a hundred bucks, um, and uh, the market is going down and right now it's at 90 and it looks like it's trading down further, I can buy a put to sell that at 90 to somebody. And so when the market's at 85, I can still save that extra five. Instead of selling at the market at five, I've got a put to, to, to force somebody <clears> to buy <throat> this at a higher price.
0: Would a, would a good money manager do that for you? Would a good money manager buy the put?
1: A good... If he's getting a well, percent and
0: a half of your portfolio? Y-
1: well, you would have to give him authorization to do that gotcha. first off, okay? And it would have to, buying mm-hmm. puts and, and selling calls have to do with your overall strategy. I'm just trying to explain the concept yeah. since you asked. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, whether you would have him do that or not. Um, would be entirely up to you, but it would have to do, it would have to be a service that would be in concert with maintaining your overall strategy. Mm-hmm. Now if let's say this Makes stock sense. is going down and it's just a market hiccup, right? You wouldn't want to buy a put. All right? But if like the CEO was just murdered, and he's the key to running the company. Yeah. And you are not thinking, and the rest of the market is thinking it's not going to look pretty in the next six months. And right now, the stock's at 100. Um, and let's say you paid 80 for it, and you could still lock in profit if you sold at 90. You would buy puts at 90. So you could be cautious and say, okay, they put in a new CEO, but in six months, the stock is declining, it's tanking, and now it's at 85, and you don't see it coming back up. To right. ninety or a hundred, now you can exercise your option and force somebody to buy those shares at that ninety mark, and preserve your profit or stop the hemorrhaging. Either mm-hmm. way, you know. So cool. So that that's kind of the easy, simple, yeah, way to answer that. But it has to. It's not something you would just arbitrarily do. You know, and that's why. It makes sense to invest in mutual funds right? (laughs) because somebody else does that. Or you could just invest in exchange traded funds because, you know, lots of studies and research have shown that there's really no difference between people managed and index managed funds. You know, so you could save the bucks on Mm -hmm. people managers and go with ETFs. Yeah. I haven't changed because mine is still performing well, so I don't want to rock the boat, but I should diversify yet again and just, you know, Uh find another thing. But, you know, I'm finding that I'm making too much money with what I do with the way I invest in real estate and, and mortgages and loans that I'm do I'm outperforming the stock market. So it, it doesn't make sense for me personally. Yeah to do that sort of stuff. Although I used to be big in the market when I was a stockbroker, that was like, I was like, go stock market. Yeah. You know, um, but now that I've found other ways to make money and with a lot less red tape, mind you, there's so much red tape that goes into all of that. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, so I'm excited. So we had one heck of a time at Freedom Fest and probably, Uh, getting to hang out with Steve Forbes is always a plus. Um, but we didn't just hang with him this year. We actually got to interview him for unlock your wealth radio and unlock your wealth TV. So, um, we did a live Facebook broadcast with this interview, which was really fun And then he also came to Bourbon Smackdown. We were pretty excited about that. He was such a cool dude. Like, you know, you, you, sometimes we get these misconceptions of uber wealthy people. And from the uber wealthy perspective, you know, like, I don't even know if he's on his own list. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because there are some really flipping uber wealthy people. Yeah, uh, I, he probably is, but I don't ever look. You know, but but in the grand scheme of things, you know, we we um, can sometimes feel like we we put rock stars and movie stars and people that we perceive these magnates in business as untouchable, yeah. or like royalty or something, and and and, mm-hmm. and we don't because we approach them in that way we forget or don't realize that they're just human beings too. Mm-hmm. They've just made, and, and we're all the same. We all put our pants on the same way every day, one leg at a time.
0: Yeah, and the music business is very similar, but the, these people are becoming more and more accessible to, to us normal people. Yes. By, because of the internet.
1: Right, because of the internet, and just that, that I think that pretense has kind of dissipated, you know what I mean? Um, You know, and and I think it started with, you know, Mm -hmm. Princess Diana taking off her gloves and touching people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Holding those babies like she did. She she would touch them without having a barrier between her Mm -hmm. and the common folk. And I think that, you know, that mentality started like 30 years ago. And one of the greatest things about, you know, Uh, Freedom Fest is like everybody is accessible. John McKay from Whole Foods. You know, you get Peter Schiff, like cajillionaire investor. Mm -hmm. You get like some of all of these like crazy, like Uber, like super fantastic people and they're touchable. And like, they actually think you're cool. They think hanging out with you is cool, which yeah. is kind of like a whole flip side know, of things, yeah. you know? Um, and, uh, so, you know, it, it all started with me dancing with him a couple of years ago at Freedom Fest, and mm-hmm. then it's just kind of gone from there. Um, so I'm pretty excited. Uh, so many people don't really know him. Um, younger people, specifically millennials may only know him from publishing, uh, but he did make a run for president and I am very proud to say, that I voted for and Arizona had went Forbes really actually in the primary yes this interview segment is sponsored by keepmyid.org the only service that actually prevents identity theft all others are just monitoring services put your credit on lockdown with their special offer for Unlock Your Wealth Radio listeners just visit our website at unlockyourwealthradio.com forward slash keepmyid and click on the link to start protecting your financial future right now Remember to use promo code WAGS. I'd like to share just a little bit of his background, um, more of an extended bio than I typically do, just because he's so fascinating. Um, and he's not just your traditional like silver spoon like you would think of him. Like I said, he's very, very touchable, but he has his own street cred himself. So, Mal- so Steve Forbes was born Malcolm Stevenson Forbes Jr., mm. And he's an American publishing executive. He was twice candidate for the nomination of the Republican Party for president. And he is the editor in chief of Forbes, which is a business magazine. Forbes was a Republican candidate in both the 96 and 2000 presidential primaries. And he's the son of longtime Forbes publisher, Malcolm Forbes, and the grandson of the publication's founder, B.C. Forbes. He was born in Morristown, New Jersey, to Roberta Remsen and Malcolm Forbes and uh, he in 1966 he graduated cum laude from Brook School in North Andover, Massachusetts and from Princeton in 1970 and while at Princeton here's something really cool legacy outside of his parents um, legacy uh, he founded his first magazine called Business Today with two other students and Business Today is currently the largest student run magazine In the world. So that's kind of a cool, like, feather in your cap, your own legacy if you will, outside of your family's legacy. Uh, He's a member of the Alpha Kappa Psi and the Tau Kappa Epsilon. I'm probably mangling that because I wasn't in Greek life. Um, He holds honorary degrees from several universities, New York Institute of Technology, Lehigh University. Uh, In 85, uh, Ronald Reagan appointed him as uh, the head of the Board of International Broadcasting, Radio Free Europe, and Radio Liberty. He helped craft Christine Todd Whitman's plan for a 30% a 30% cut in New Jersey's income tax and over 3 years this plan proved to be a major factor in her victory over incumbent governor James Florio so that's kind of an interesting little yeah. deal he entered the Republican primaries for president, uh, primarily running on a campaign to establish a flat income tax. He also supported the ideas of reintroducing four and a half percent mortgages and term limits in 96, however, dropped both of those in 2000 as they were kind of minor planks in his overall platform. Um He sold some of his shares uh, of Forbes, Inc. uh, to other family members to help finance his political run. Uh, He did not come close to securing the Republican nomination. Oh, here, despite winning Arizona and Delaware primaries in 96 and getting some significant shares of the votes in other primaries. His awkward campaigning style was considered to be a major factor in his defeat. I just don't think people were ready for him. I think he was ahead of his time.
0: What was what was his style? Do you know? Do you remember?
1: Yeah, I don't. I mean, I thought he was a very effective debater. Hmm. You know what I mean? Hmm. And, um, and as you will see in our YouTube version of this interview, how, um, how relaxed and and casual he comes over and he sounds pretty um, articulate and connected. So, so I never really agreed with that assessment, Hmm. but you know, like what they just, you know, people will find anything to pick on other people about.
0: Especially outsiders of, of D.C. Yeah. So,
1: I mean, it was just crazy. Um, Now, he has had other political endeavors. He campaigned on behalf of Ron Paul in the congressional election for Texas's uh, 14th congressional district. And in December 2006, he joined the board of directors of the advocacy organization Freedom Works. He's also on the board of directors for the National Taxpayers Union, and he's also a member of the board of trustees of the Heritage Foundation, an influential Washington, D.C., public policy research institute he's a frequent panelist on the television program forbes on fox which also features members of the forbes magazine staff and is shown saturday mornings on fox news channel 11 a.m at 11 a.m eastern In 2007, he joined Rudy Giuliani's campaign for the 2008 presidential election, serving as national co-chair and senior policy advisor, and uh, in 2008, he... um Uh, served as John McCain's economic advisor on taxes, energy, and the budget during McCain's bid for the 2008 presidential election. And in 2013, he participated in an NPR broadcast, Intelligence Squared, debate with James Grant, Frederick Mishkin, and John R. Taylor Jr. concerning the motion, Does America Need a Strong Dollar Policy? So he's pretty spectacular. He is also um, the ambassador to Freedom Fest. So he comes, uh, he attends Freedom Fest. He's there the whole time. He participates in activities. He also came to our Ice Cream Social uh, for the Money, Credit, and You uh, book, Ice Cream Social, that we had, uh, spreading awareness about identity theft, frauds, and scams. And so that was pretty cool. He's, um, he's quite a character. Uh, and... Uh, Uh, Like I say, he came to Bourbon Smackdown and he also did probably one of our highlight interviews. I mean, we had it's hard to say because we had so many rock stars that we interviewed, but um, but. Forbes is near and dear to my heart because he always ballroom dances with me that's one of my favorite things to do (laughs) yeah so um so I really enjoy him and uh, the time that I've had to spend together with him so let's take a listen shall we to my interview with Steve Forbes at Freedom Fest Here, host of Unlock Your Wealth Radio and Unlock Your Wealth TV. and We are broadcasting live from Freedom Fest, and I have none other than our ambassador, Mr. Steve Forbes. Steve, welcome to Unlock Your Wealth Radio.
2: Good to be with you. Thank you.
1: I am so excited. I want you to know that I had voted for you. You were my guy way back when.
2: I'm glad you did. I just wish there were more of you and wish you uh, followed the Chicago example and voted more than once.
1: Yes. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm from Phoenix. We hadn't caught on to that game yet. But we have our own challenges with illegal immigration voting so but anyhow i uh, i have always read your magazine i started out super we poor You have, have that bright
2: look about you
1: <laughs> well thank you and uh, and so i was always inspired i wanted to be on your list now with the challenges that we face in america both politically and economically is it still possible to start out and make your own way and become independently wealthy
2: i think the opportunities now are almost more than ever Uh, We've had a blockage in the last uh, few years because of policy errors. Those things will be changed. And as those blockages are removed, you'll see huge opportunities, particularly in the field of health care. We're going to move from third-party payer to patient control. When you have that, you're going to get a real market and a real boom.
1: That's awesome. What do you think the biggest challenge Americans have uh, when it comes to building wealth? I mean, outside of excessive taxation.
2: (laughs) Well, tax. Taxation, taxation, taxation. It's like a real estate location, location, location. Uh, also, though, uh, with what the Federal Reserve has done in terms of uh, an unstable dollar that's hurt opportunities for credit for small and new businesses. So that's been an artificial blockage. But uh, those those things will be changed. And then, uh, then you'll see uh, people have opportunities. There will be capital availability. And uh, with our tax changes that I see coming, capital will be flowing into this country like a flood.
1: Outstanding. That's so good to hear. If you could share one piece of personal financial advice for somebody who's struggling and maybe losing hope, their faith is uh, worn because they haven't been able to get a job or one that they got in their degree and now they've got mountains of school debt and you can't erase it with bankruptcy. It survives bankruptcy. So how does somebody keep the faith and, and what what one tip could you give them to stay engaged?
2: Well, if they're young, my my goodness, uh, they could uh, sell that to s- somebody like me, I'd pay up for it, that kind of youth. But seriously, uh, the key thing is with a job, especially if you're coming out of college, you don't get the kind of job you think you should have. One, see it as your postgraduate work. When you go work for a, a company, try to see it. What are they doing right? What are they doing wrong? What are you learning about how they put together teams, how they do management, so it's not just a job. It's your postgraduate work on the job training.
1: Outstanding.
2: And then in terms of uh, figuring out what you want to do, don't be shy about experimenting. If something doesn't work, fine, but you may find you go into something, it may be uh, like you have with food. It may be an acquired taste. You never thought you'd be uh, interested in this area, but you grow into it. And it's never over till it's over, as Yogi Berra said.
1: Well, thank you so much for spending time with us here so on Unlock you. Your Wealth Radio. And for Steve Forbes, I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Now go out and unlock your wealth today. That is- now, wasn't that an amazing interview? Was a great interview. Yeah. I mean, short and sweet and hard to beat, you know? Yep, sometimes, absolutely. sometimes brevity is where it's at. Yep. And I just. Um, I'm so excited that, uh, and so so are De Niro, the Prosperity Poochies. <laughs> the De Niros are up. Calm down, guys. Everybody's excited that Steve Forbes is here. Yay! Let's go out and buy a copy of
0: the magazine.
1: Exactly. So, no, let's go out and be in a copy of the magazine. Yeah, there you go. That's the bigger key. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, he's just, he brings forth so much wisdom. You know, if, if you didn't pay attention to his presidential campaign, I'm sure that somebody he's gone back and taken some footage and put it up on YouTube. But just listen to his ideas for public policy. Listen to his ideas about why the current tax system is a mess and really focus on how am I um, to be able to create financial freedom for myself in this current system the way it is. And so like with every one of these Freedom Fest interviews, I keep saying, We will never achieve financial freedom unless we have personal and political freedom. And we must not let these dictators... That we've elected in office, you know, run amok. We need to check them out of office. Say thank you for your service. Go away and elect some people that are actually going to represent our views and do what's in our best interest. We need to fix term limits. We got to fix these, uh, the this uh, income tax thing. These are big issues that need to be tackled. But we can't tackle them alone. And, and you need to get engaged in this. I think that that's what's critical because again, financial freedom will not occur without personal yeah. and political freedom. Thanks so much for stopping by and uh, dropping in for your um, uh, for more great resources. Visit our website at unlockyourwealthradio.com. And for the maestro of Moolah Michael Terry, I'm Heather Wagonhalls Now go out and unlock your wealth today.
0: Unlockyourwealthradio.com is produced by Heather Wagenhalls and the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com and its affiliates are copyrighted 2016 with all rights reserved. For more information on the Keys to Riches financial wellness series, please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com.